1: a few short days, many people around the world will celebrate Christmas. The question that needs to be asked is, what are people celebrating? With commercialism at an all-time high, and the world focusing more on Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and Great Thursday, Pastor Rander thinks it's time to point out the true meaning of Christmas. Now, let's listen in. With stained glass windows that give you that fuzzy feeling, some folks see God in the golden temple in Amritsar in India. Some folks seek God uh, in Mecca in Saudi Arabia. Some folks seek God at the western wall of Jerusalem. Some folk even travel miles to seek God at the Vatican in Rome to see the Pope who they think is God. But Brother Pope going to die. Why? Because he ain't God. <laughs> Somebody gonna give him his last rites. Ashes to ashes. Dust to dust. He's gonna die too. Our God is an awesome God. You heard that song. Our God is an awesome God. He's an awesome God. He's, awesome God. he's greater than the Pope. He's greater than the Pope. I don't have to go to Saudi Arabia. I don't have to go to Mecca. I don't have to go to India. I don't have to go nowhere. I can come to Jesus right here and meet him for myself. I'm so glad you don't have to get, come to me to get to Jesus. You're going to be in bad shape when I travel on you. Oh my God, beloved, you can travel to all these locations in an attempt to find God and still miss him. You do not have to travel to a certain location to find God and he surely knows how to find you. Verses 8 and 9 says in verse 8, I'm getting this thing about to make me shout. In the same region there were some shepherds staying out in the Fields and keeping watch over their flock at night. Now, some of y'all don't like the night shift. But, but they took the, they, they were on the night shift keeping watch. Why? The, from wolves and animals and lions and uh, all of these things that want to devour the sheep. That's a whole other account that I could talk about. At night, they were on, they were on duty at night. And an angel of the Lord suddenly stood near them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were terribly frightened. Let me tell you something. What the shepherds thought would be an ordinary night was interrupted by angelic presence. What they thought would be an ordinary night was interrupted by heaven's glory. What they thought was an ordinary night would be interrupted by brilliant Shekinah light. That startled them. The Lord knew exactly where the shepherds were and came to reveal the good news of great joy that a Savior is born who is Christ the Lord. Christ the Lord. That's the first uh, significant insight I submit to you. is is that when our omniscient, God wants to get our attention. He knows exactly where to find you. The second point of emphasis about the shepherds is this. God uses active people to serve him. Active people. Now, if you won't get up, don't expect God to use you. You won't study. You're always late. You're always just laying around and looking at TV and you're looking at Hulu and Kulu and Sulu and Bulu and oo Ooh. Why should God look at you? You too full of you got so much stuff in you. God, God rather convert a Paul than try to deal with you. So God uses active people to serve him. Uh, Luke 2, 8 says, in the same region, there was some shepherds staying out in the field and keeping watch, watch, keeping watch over their flock at night. The shepherds were not idle or lazy because they were committed to the task of shepherding. Greater privileges are given to those who are willing to do the unwanted and unpopular task. What are some of the unwanted, unpopular tasks? Emptying the trash. Cleaning the restroom, weeding the flower beds, caring for babies in the nursery. You, you send five children back there and won't put yourself in the rotation. Uh, visiting the homeless, uh, visiting the nursing homes, visiting the hospitals, visiting the jails. And here's one that we all could do and picking up litter inside and outside the church that you didn't drop. You walk right over just talking. You see that down there. You just act like you don't see it. If any in a litter in your area, you ought to pick it up. And you say, well, it might have COVID on it. Go well, well, wash your hands after you do it. We have soap and water here. I believe the water is still running. Pick it up, throw it away, wash your hands and say praise the Lord. Amen. You're always waiting for somebody else to do the dirty work. How are you going to get your hands dirty? A, t- a task that was considered lowly by society was special to the shepherds and God honored them by giving them the privilege of seeing Christmas. The shepherds saw God in human flesh. The Lord Jesus Christ, God often calls active people. Now, Some, some folk are not active. They're in the church 40 years and when it, when they die, and, and, and they want a resolution. And I and then I wonder for what? I'm trying to say, I say, now stand what are we gonna put down here? I I can't be lying. Please don't make me lie. <clears throat> now you gotta do something, folks. You gotta do something. You mean you can't even you can't stand up. You can't don't you can't stand over there and smile and usher. You can't greet anybody. You, I, you, don't make it, don't make your funeral hard on me. <laughs> <laughs> you be looking down there and saying, is that is that him? <laughs> I've been looking at it, I'm wondering, is it too? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I wonder about some saints, they die, and you don't have to make one adjustment. Not, Everybody's still accounted for on the praise team. I look over there. everybody's still present in the assemble. No usher's missing. Nobody on the finance ministry is missing. No counselor's missing. No nursery worker's missing. We show sure need a lot of them. Nobody in the video ministry. The audio ministry is missing. Everybody, not, not one. I, I, I don't, you don't give me, one, that's not one person absent. Jesus said, I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day, the night cometh when no man can work. God calls what kind of people? Active. Y'all scared to say it because God is calling you active. You've been inactive. You've been inactive. Some of y'all been inactive. active. But God calling you to be active. Be active. Be active. I'm talking about on time and active. On time and active. Some of y'all are habitually late for your For the church service, active, active, say active. 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 Say a little bit, a lot of active. Active. Let me just show you how God used active people. Gideon was threshing, threshing wheat, he was active. Nehemiah was a cup bearer, he was active. David was a shepherd, God called him. Matthew was a tax collector, God called him. Most of the disciples were fishermen. God called him. Saul was a tent maker. God called him. And Jesus was a carpenter. God called him. They were active. They were active. Beloved people that were greatly used by God were not lazy before he called them. I can't be a lazy preacher and produce this kind of a message. I started working on this message months ago, in preparation for the deliverance today, not even yesterday, not even with months ago. The team was with me the other day and uh, one message I was working on and they said, well, when are you going to preach this? And I say, probably November 2022. And they all bust out laughing. They say, what? November 2022? They said, when that out of 2021? I get started early. I better get started early because I never know how my weeks are going to happen, how things are going to turn. You know, like uh, the other day I did, uh, I had to preach uh, my dear friend uh, Steve Troxel' funeral and and, and then turn around and then have to do Bible study and then turn around and have to preach on Sunday and then turn around and have to do this Wednesday and then do Friday funeral, this coming Friday, and then do Monday funeral, this coming Monday, and on and on. And if I get behind, I can never catch up. I have to be methodical. I have to think. I have to plan. I have to get it right. If if I get behind time, I'll never catch it. And while you having good time and eating your turkey and ham, and my wife and I in Houston, and we still... Saying okay, what we got to do for the planning conference? What we got to do? What? No, I listen. My my whole month of preaching for January is already done. I can tell you what I'm gonna preach on first Sunday, second Sunday, third Sunday, fourth Sunday, unless God interrupts the process. That's the way I am. I'm He said, "How do you do all that? How you get here? Early? How you do?" I am called to it. It's like fire. Shut up! In my bones. Woe is me if I fail to preach the gospel. And I want you to be a well spiritually fed church for the glory of God. By the way, sheep go where they are fed too. If a pastor, a real God called pastor, put the right food in the trough. I don't have to worry about y'all going anywhere. I, I, I don't have to worry about y'all going anywhere. Because you're not going to get good, healthy, balanced, well-balanced food everywhere. You run back here. Everybody's everybody not putting good, good food on the table. You leave half-nourished, about to pass out, spiritually faint. You're all out of it. You're growing worse, ugly, and everything else. You go where you are being fed. Put some spiritual food in the trough. Say it straight. Cut it straight. Preach it straight. And watch God work. Do I have a witness here? Do I, don't, don't God know how to work? Study. Study to show thyself approved unto God. A workman needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of the living God. Oh, my God. You see, uh, so, so the scripture says these people were active. They were all used by God. Luke 2, 8 says, in the same region there were some shepherds staying out in the field and keeping watch over their flock at night. The third thing about these shepherds is this. God specializes in revealing himself to ordinary people to do extraordinary things. God specializes in revealing himself to, do ordinary, to ordinary people to do extraordinary things. In Luke 2, 8, it says, in the same region, there were some shepherds staying out in the field and keeping watch over their flocks by night. The shepherds were not the elite of society. They were not wealthy. The shepherds didn't have a great reputation. They didn't have great influence. They did not have great popularity. Yet God revealed himself to simple, ordinary shepherds who were often overlooked by society. Beloved refused to allow people to define you or to give you your identity. You already know who you are, and you already know whose you are. Like the shepherd, the Lord created you with value. Those shepherds had value. Like the shepherds, God created you with worth, and you have worth. And like the shepherds, God created you with purpose, and you have purpose. Those shepherds may not mean anything to the to the elites of society, but they meant a whole lot to God. Don't you let folk redefine you. You, you be who you are in Christ. Don't you let anybody uh, confuse your sexuality. That's right. God created a man and a woman. You a woman be glad you're a female. You man, you be, you're glad you're a male and thank God for who you are and receive who you are. they are alive of people who have changed their sexuality wish they can convert back but it's all messed up and you can't sew all that stuff back on you can't sew all that stuff back on no you can't either no no you know no oh no you fooling yourself they make it sound real slick no it's gone just repent. Make some physical adjustments in your life knowing that this is the way it's going to be and, and say, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> I'm going to live straight and do the right thing from now on. Amen. Amen. Let me say this, too. Uh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Don't you get all beside yourself when people make bad life choices. Okay, You don't have to call them names and perverts and sodomites and I mean, you, you, you don't have to call them all them names I don't have to go through the list that, Why are you going to call them that? Well, they already know what they're doing. They know who they are. How are you going to win somebody to Christ and you're despising them? I thought we were supposed to have the love of Jesus that radiates and reach out to people so that they'll be convicted of their sins through love. Do I have a witness here? Don't be so quick to call names to people who make bad life choices because you're talking about somebody's child. You're talking about somebody's mama. Somebody's brother, somebody's sister, somebody's uncle, somebody's aunt. Let your words edify, bless, encourage, and save to the glory of God. Amen. Amen. Number, number four. The fourth insight about the shepherd, and we'll be done in just a minute. The shepherds were obedient. The shepherds were obedient. Luke 2, 15 through 16 says, when the angel had departed from them into heaven, the shepherds began saying to one another, let's go straight to Bethlehem then and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came in a hurry and found their way to Mary and Joseph and the baby as they lay in the manger. The shepherds rushed to find the Savior. Found in the Greek means to find after a search. The shepherds hurried to search for the baby and found him lying in a manger. Notice the shepherds did not have a star to guide them like the wise man. You think about that? They didn't have a star. They did not have a star like the wise men. They actually had to search out and seek out for a baby boy wrapped in cloths who had just been born. The shepherds found Christmas because they went looking for the Messiah. No one ever arrives at a desired destination while moving in the wrong direction. If you are not seeking Christ, you are headed in the wrong direction. The wisest thing you can do this Christmas is to seek Christ, the Christ of Christmas, while he is near. As in the case of the shepherds, those who truly seek him shall find him. Jeremiah twenty-nine, thirteen says, and you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. Today, as you examine your own spiritual life, as you go through your own personal circumstances, As you deal with your own past and your own sins and your own deficiencies and your own inconsistencies and your own lack of faith and your own anger and addictions and bad attitudes and spiritual regression, you need to get in a hurry to see Jesus. I said again, you need to get in a hurry to see Jesus. I say again, you need to get in in a hurry to see Jesus. To see Jesus, you need to get in a hurry. What are you seeking this Christmas? What are you seeking this Christmas? Is it the bars? Is it the parties? Is it the big game? They went straight to Bethlehem. Yeah. They didn't take a detour. They didn't take a side tour. You know, I, I, I might as well go share this illustration. It's a, a personal uh, uh, administrative. So, you know, so hear what I say sometimes in the administrative, My administrative staff know this. So let me let you in on just one of the insights. Look, Many, many, many years ago, um, I taught the finance ministry for those who are taking funds of tithes and offerings to the bank. I, tell, I, t- I said, let me tell you something right now. Look how, look how y'all looking. <laughs> See, yeah, this is juicy. Y'all like juicy stuff, y'all just like it. I said, I want you to go to the restroom before you leave this office. I want gas in your car. I don't want you stopping at Walmart. I don't want you to get hungry for a burger. I want you to go straight to the bank. You hear me? I want you to use the restroom before you go. Don't stop nowhere. Any other thing you do will give Satan an opportunity. And, and, And Satan loves it when he messes up the money at the church. I say, go straight. I tell you what, how many of your lives would have been better off if you just went straight to God and not married that man you married <laughs> 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 A whole lot of things you should have gone to God. No, you went everywhere else. Well, everybody else think, and you went all over. What you know? You went. You went to the horoscopes. You went. You went all these other places, and you went to Ouija boards, and you went all this. You better go straight to God. Save yourself some trouble. Do exactly what God says do, and don't procrastinate. And, but when I give you the invitation, you come straight to this altar and receive Jesus Christ and thank God for salvation. And all God's children said, amen. Blessed be the name. Oh God, I thank you today for this message on the Christmas rush. Oh, you taught us so much. And Father, forgive us when we get so familiar with passages we've known since childhood that we don't even allow it to speak to us in a fresh new way. I pray in the name of Jesus that you would spiritually move, transform, save, revive people today who are watching virtually in the spirit center and in person. Father, we've received a word from God and now all of us are held accountable for what we do with it. And I pray that these who are here would not be like others who miss Christmas, but they rise up and receive Christ the Messiah and be saved transform a new creation because they're coming straight to you and they're not going to say if, but, when, and how, and later, and now, and next year. They're coming straight to you today, virtually, spirit center, and in person here to the glory of God and all God's children said, amen. You come to Jesus today you come to God brought you here. You are watching and viewing by live stream. God put you on that station. You in the back in the spirit center. You need to leave that chair. Come out here and come to Jesus. You said not that you've been wondering whether you should come or not. Listen, you heard enough by now. What is it going to take? What else do you need to hear? What, what else you need to hear? Is God enough now for you? The shepherds didn't procrastinate. They got up and they searched and they found the Messiah. Don't you walk out of here without God. Perhaps you know the Lord, but you don't have a church home and you've been looking. How long are you going to look? By the way, there is no perfect church. We all in this together. mean, you know we all in this together. (laughs) It's, it's, It's not our perfection. It's our direction. And we have to trust God to clean us up. As committed children of the only true and living God, we walk by faith and not by sight. Life on earth is not easy. Yet, even in the midst of trials and tribulations, we have joy, hope, peace, strength, and God's blessed assurance as we face trials.